I was sitting in our office the other day when that case walked through the door. Sure, I knew that cases couldn't actually walk or open things, but we were two days into an LSD binge, so that was the least crazy thing that we saw. It asked us to find out if its husband was cheating on them. Normally, we don't take this kind of case, but we just said yes to get out of the conversation. The trip was starting to get bad, and we may have peed our pants a little bit. Don't worry, we did that in a very professional way. Long story short, taking this case was kind of a mistake, and we really suck as PIs. Anyways, welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that honestly was only in it for the funny hats. I'm Sam. I'm Griffin. That's a great intro. That's a good one. It's fantastic. Dude, we peed ourselves. (laughs) Dude, I know. It's sick. Why do I... Like, I try to make us, like cool and also pathetic at the same time in all of these intros you you choose for this to be us always (laughs) i think it's because like i don't want us to seem like too much of assholes Mm -hmm. we also don't want to be like fully self-deprecating it's 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 a a balance exactly it's it's funnier when we think it's cool yeah like (laughs) yeah exactly we peed our pants in a very professional way in a cool way in a cool oh that would have been funnier oh well fuck it (laughs) <laughs> anyways it's fine it's close enough we are back um it's gonna be a little bit of a shorter one today because um neither of us slept mm-hmm. too busy fighting demons from hell yeah, too don't busy thank us y- don't thank us yet they're all for sounding more and more appealing by the day so <laughs> and- <laughs> that actually might not be the worst thing yeah it might, it might not be the worst thing there's a there's a comedian named jim jeffries mm-hmm. who's like who was like he's he's like an atheist and he used to make a lot of ath- atheist jokes. He doesn't mm-hmm. anymore. But one of it one of my favorite jokes of his is like, if you did all this shit, why would the devil punish you? You're one of his boys. <laughs> it's not like you go up to heaven and it's like God's like here, take this joint and go on a joyride in this Lamborghini. No, that's that's some Satan shit right there. <laughs> that has always been a a, a great point, you know, because like. Why, why does the devil punish you for doing all the bad things? Yeah. I feel like he'd party with you. Yeah, I feel like he'd be kind of chill about it. Like, this is the—the the, the heaven and this is the end is the ideal heaven, but there's no fucking way it's like that. It's all dudes in white robes doing their taxes or some mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> How do we get it, it, on this it, it, topic? It's all, it's all the lamos of the world. How do we do this topic? We're like, let's do a shorter episode. And we spent <laughs> two minutes— talking about this we were just immediately sidetracked like not Dude. even not even a chance to not be sidetracked but you know what when we fucking pitch our podcast next week mm-hmm. live on air which is gonna be an insane fucking thing that's gonna oh, yeah. go wrong in so many ways oh yeah for sure probably that's they're I'm gonna saying. know exactly what they're getting into. <laughs> exactly what the deal is exactly like because who fucking needs every podcast to be informative sometimes you just want to hear two people shooting the shit it, it, it's okay if we're bad at our jobs. It's really okay. We promise. But that's that's part of the fun. Exactly. That's why we're called My Parents' Basement, because we're not trying to be professional. <laughs> All right. Let's actually get on to the fucking episode. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so so there's a few things that happened this week that we really wanted to talk about. There's there We're finally going to talk football. I've been waiting to talk football, actually. Are you ready for some football? It's, first, it's the first week of football. It is, and shit's already gone down. Oh my god! Um, we have some more writer strike news. Mainly, a famous celebrity is now officially a scab. Yeah, very, um, very unfortunate to hear. And apparently, there was some weird news in the Dragon Ball room, like the Dragon Ball room of Shueisha. But we're Wait, gonna. What? Oh, all right, sorry, sorry. We'll, we get back to that later. Yes. Yeah, so, um. Essentially, we're going to start with something that I fucking thought we would not have to ever talk about again for a while. We promised last week that we wouldn't, and we are, and here we are. Yeah, so we're going to talk wrestling again. <laughs> not done yet. We're, I, I thought we were, I really thought we'd be done. I seriously thought we would be done, but, um, sorry, some someone's just like popping out in my 
peripheral. I see a fucking cat in my doorway. <gasps> that Any- fucking cat. All right. <laughs> anyway, so this week in wrestling, the deal finally went through between them and Endeavor, and they formed TKO. Essentially, it's WWE and UFC together at last, and Vince McMahon no longer holds majority control of the WWE. This oh is God. something that I have been waiting for for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. I We've talked about in the past, like, the issues with him coming back and the fact that Triple H made everything so much better when he was in creative control and the fact that Vince McMahon fucking looks like a dude that would try to sell you a car that's been in five accidents. But yeah, <laughs> and he, he he's always given off that vibe. He really is always giving off that vibe. But essentially, now what happens is Endeavor finally— I'm reading this off a of Bleacher Report. Endeavor mm-hmm. officially completed its majority stake purchase of the wrestling giant to- Tuesday, merging WWE with UFC to create TKO Group High Holdings. I like that name. TKO, yeah. You know, it, yeah. it works. It fits. It makes sense. If only they had boxing in there, too. <laughs> then that would be perfection. This combine um, everything. Shares in the company began trading on the New York Stock Exchange with the opening bell on Tuesday at an opening price of $102 per share. I also did check the stock price on it. It does not look good. Uh-oh. It kind of went down immediately. Anyway. I wonder if that's just like if that's just because it's a new like head or or a new group like like if that's why people are unsure. I think that's exactly what it is. Probably. But essentially, Endeavor, the guy, the people that own UFC, mm-hmm. owned UFC. Now they own both. Own fifty one percent of the newly formed company, whereas Vince McMahon only owns sixteen point four percent of TKO under the terms of the deal. Mm-hmm. So was he like barely the majority like owner? Well, like, he was the majority owner. Now he mm-hmm. doesn't even have a full yeah. 17%, which makes me oh, happy. Oh, okay. I, I see. I see. Um, this, hap- like, this deal was happened all the way back in fucking April, mm-hmm. and it was valued at $9.3 billion. Holy moly. <laughs> That's billion with a B? With a B. Keep in mind... Disney bought like Star Marvel for four billion. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so that that's twice the fucking juggernaut that Marvel is. More than more it, than twice. I had no clue that it was, it was that, that, was that big, big of a deal. Yeah, that is insane. Like, I knew UFC was big. Oh yeah, but I didn't know that WWE was that giant. Right, all of like wrestling and fighting. That, that is so insane. I guess, like, they are big markets, and I feel like anytime there's a big fight in UFC or wrestling, right, it, it's, like, it's a big event, right? It's, like, everyone knows about it, and everyone wants to buy the pay-per-view thing for it. I mean, true, but also at the same time, I feel like UFC is still much, much bigger. Oh, yeah. Pro- probably. Just, like, overall, Probably. But it's still big. There's still, I mean, the fact that they they were both sold together, I feel like it means something. Oh, absolutely. Another thing that I heard from this is that Triple H is not on the board of directors of TKO at all. But oh, really? he so, is. Sorry. He is still head of creative at for WWE. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, nothing's going to be changing there. Yeah, so he's not doing anything like administrative, but he is still working with, or he's he's still working directly with WWE. Exactly. So, it it seems like it's good news all around. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if like there's going to be like a shakeup or anything, or if plans are going to change. I really hope plans aren't changing because that would be fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But be, Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon, he couldn't go off gently into the night of course he had to he had to do one more thing to fuck everything up right we, and, we talked before about how we we thought that his tyranny may finally be over and even even when he was leaving then he had to fuck things up before he left and, and then he came back and decided to fuck things up again and now he's back now he's right before leaving he said no i'm not not quite done yet essentially what he has done is he has just fuck the women's division like 
That division is so screwed right now. Not literally, figuratively. Figuratively. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Essentially, he hired back on his last day. I don't know if it was him specifically, but her name is not, her ring name at least is Nia Jax. Her cousin is The Rock. She debuted in NXT, like the developmental, Mm -hmm. and then a year later was promoted to the main roster. Where this was like, like in 2016 or something, I think. Was it largely where, because she's related to The Rock? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but she immediately made a name for herself by being known for injuring every fucking person she went into the ring with. Which is, you know, obviously that, that's, that's a great, uh, great thing to be known for, obviously. That's something that everyone wants to be known for. Exactly. Especially in a sport where the first rule is always protect your opponent. Of course, yeah. No, Which, having someone who's literally known just for injuring is, is, is probably what you, what you want. Exactly. And you might think I'm exaggerating. She's known for injuries. I googled Nia Jax injury. And instead of Nia Jax was injured, blah, 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 mm-hmm. the first thing I found was a list on EssentiallySports.com titled... How many WWE superstars has Nia Jax injured in her career so far? That's the actual fucking list that I'm looking at. So you want me to go through it with you? Yeah. Also, I feel like like just that already is a bad sign. It's like on Wikipedia when someone has an, an entire like section of their Wikipedia dedicated towards like controversies or something. It's like, oh, like that ain't good. Like you know immediately that's not good. Yep. Oh, okay. Also. The second article is Nia Jax requires surgery for elbow injury. Oh, my God. That's really funny that the first one isn't that, even though I only typed in the word injury. Yeah. So, it all started July 31st, 2017 on an episode of Raw. Nia Jax tossed Bailey right out of the ring through the bottom rope, and she just, like, Full-on, full force, threw her out of the ring, and she hits the bottom rope and, dis- and like, I think either, yeah, separated Bailey's shoulder. This injury took her out of a match at SummerSlam for the fucking Raw Women's Championship. So Jeez. immediately, she fucks everything up. <laughs> yeah, just immediately just, like, ruining other events for, for her competitors. <laughs> Yes, and Bailey is like one of the top stars mm-hmm. in the women's division, even to this day. Next, Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's fucking daughter, the most accomplished woman in the history of wrestling, of the sport. Mm-hmm. They faced, they were in a match October 4th, 2017. Not only did Nia Jax botch so many goddamn moves, but she tried to do this thing called a shoulder breaker. Where it's basically like you put someone on your shoulder and then you drop to the floor and like it's supposed to be like they they just like go right into your shoulder blade. Yeah. But what happened was Charlotte's head just fucking slapped off her knee instead. Oh, Jesus. So that was issue number one. And then issue number two was Charlotte was going to do a moonsault on Nia Jax. And usually when uh, someone does a moonsault, the other guy catches them because mm-hmm. they're fucking doing a backflip. Like, yeah. So, so that it, it's like the ultimate fucking trust fall, basically. Exactly. But Nia did not. <laughs> and Charlotte just fucking lands face head first on the mat from 15 feet in the goddamn air. Good lord. She sounds like a like an asshole. It just sounds awful. It gets it gets it gets worse oh somehow. God. And again, this is the person who is now back. Yes, exactly. Making a triumphant return. She came back on Monday night. Next was Becky Lynch. Again, another top star in the at the time she wasn't the top star. Now she is a fucking top star. Mm-hmm. In an in an effort to like build hype for the Survivor Series Raw versus SmackDown match. Um, Like, SmackDown, like, attacked Raw on their show, and there was a huge brawl. And during it, Nia Jax 
punched Becky Lynch in the fucking face and basically um just almost broke her nose like she was bleeding profusely mm-hmm. and like according- a, a full ass punch fucking exactly. connected with meat according to Lynch the punch from Jax blacked her out oh my god the only which the weirdest part about this though is that there is an upside which is this is what catapulted her into the main event because like the image of her standing in the crowd with like blood dripping down her face mm-hmm. is iconic goes, goes hard yeah it really does fucking go hard then <laughs> we're not done oh my god i think we have like three more left at least then there was ember moon on december 3rd 2018 where um essentially like there was no i don't know if you could see it on tv but according to ember moon's husband um he tweeted out i hope this moron doesn't hurt my wife again oh my god I, again i don't know what she did to her but mm-hmm. but <laughs> at, at, at be... some point she must have yeah exactly then there was Kyrie Sane. This was like in, I think, a house show. Mm-hmm. But during the match, Nia threw Kyrie at the steel ring steps and threw her with so much fucking force that instead of taking it on her back like she normally would, her head slammed into it and she got busted open. Jesus Christ. She's literally just out to injure every opponent she's she's up against, is what it sounds like. She's like, her only goal is not even to win, just injure. Yep. And essentially, um, that's exactly what she did again to Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. She just, like, she throws people too hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Like she like, this- like constantly. It's not it's not just like, oh, like one time she did. Like constantly she fucks up like this. Like she threw Mandy Rose into the ring apron too hard. And the ring mm-hmm. apron is the hardest part of the ring. Mm-hmm. So that busted her shoulder, essentially. Oh my God. Then <laughs> You're kidding me. Last but not least, there was Selena Vega. Who were like this was at WWE's first all women premium live event Mm -hmm. it was uh during a battle royale there were three people left nia Jax, ember moon and zelina vega so (laughs) Jax went after zelina vega and threw out of the ring for an elimination but once again put too much fucking force behind throwing her threw her too fucking hard and it led her to being out of action for three weeks oh my god Again, this person is just known for hurting people. Mm-hmm. I think there's even some that I missed. Like, there's some that, like, I'm like, because I remember there was one where she just, like, started, like, she got slapped and mm-hmm. just started punching her, punching somebody else, like, mm-hmm. full force. Why would you bring her back? Literally, what the fuck? I, I would think, like, the other fucking wrestlers would hope that she could, like, get banned. Like, not not come back and fucking banned. See, that's what I fucking thought would happen when she got... I think she got released, but I don't, mm. like, know or understand the rationale behind having her back. But for fuck's sake, like, so, I really... She better be better in the ring. She better mm. be more safe. Yeah. Otherwise, like... Fuck, that's gonna be horrible. God. All right. Yeah, like I, I feel like people will start refusing to to fight against her if she just continues to fucking injure people. Like, hopefully she doesn't. I mean, she has been gone for a while, so mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe so in maybe that she's, time, maybe she's changed. Maybe she got better. Again, I am hoping, but. I also am not 100% sure if she did or not. With that said, let's can we stop talking about wrestling? Yeah. 
is not is now enough. Ho- hopefully, again, Vince is finally fucking out. This this is this was his last fuck you. Hopefully. All right. Let's let's talk more sports. You want to talk more sports? Yeah, we'll talk about other sports. Because um, football started this week, like real fucking football, not this bullshit preseason shit. Mm-hmm. Someone offered me tickets to like a preseason game, mm-hmm. and I said no, and they were like, "Why don't you want to go?" And I'm like, "Cause it doesn't fucking matter." Cause it's like, the fucking preseason. Yeah, no one cares. It's the goddamn preseason. Why do you expect me to care? <laughs> but do you? You know more about sports than I do, mm-hmm. so you wanna you wanna take in, take over for a sec? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking football. It was a, a a big first weekend of football. Um, it was an unfortunate day. Well, I don't know. I so it, it was an unfortunate day for the New York Jets on Monday. They had their opening game against the the Bills, and they they won. So you might think like, well, what could be so bad? Uh, it turned out their new quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Who he's you know if you're if you're completely unfamiliar with football, Aaron Rodgers is like he's for sure a Hall of Famer. He's a great quarterback. He's been in the league for like I don't know, 15 years. And he's a he's a very very talented QB. And the Jets were like they were so excited. Basically, all they needed last year was a good quarterback, and they probably could have done well. And they got a good quarterback this year, and he got injured within the first minute of the game a season ending injury where I think it's his hamstrings uh, or his, his Achilles heel snapped. Oh fuck. So he is like for sure done for the season. There's like not really a question about it because the Achilles is like a terrible injury and it takes forever to heal. Um, that's, so it was like sucks. Yeah. Instantly just like one tackle and he's done for the season. And he was just like fucking devastated. Like I'm not, I'm not even a big Aaron Rodgers fan or anything. But like I just I just feel so fucking bad. Like he didn't even get a chance to play. <laughs> that he, is really unfortunate. Yeah, you want to hear something terrible? Yes. He 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 went over to like one of his like like rookie teammates after, and he j- apparently just said "sorry, kid." Uh, <laughs> like, jeez, dude. <laughs> I mean, there's not a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but like you just feel fucking bad for him. I mean, I I would feel the fucking same way, honestly. <laughs> Because fuck, like you think Aaron Rodgers is gonna come in and he's gonna fix everything and like yeah, make everything exactly. better, but no, if he immediately gets taken out. Yeah, and this is also the New York Jets, which are just a historically bad franchise. Like yep. they've almost always been fucking terrible. Um, if you're from New York or Jersey and you're mm-hmm. an idiot, you root for the Mets and the Jets. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and the Knicks also. That to be fair, you don't got another choice though. Yeah. Well, this, like, is, this is the Nets. If you're, oh yeah, no, not oh yeah, they're Brooklyn now. Mm-hmm. But even for hockey, you got the Islanders and you got the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like if you're an idiot, you root for the worst of those two teams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so yeah, people who are fans of the Jets have just been suffering for so long, and they're like, finally. Finally, we have a good quarterback. We had, a, we still have a good defense from last year. Like everything's all coming together. It's all gonna work out. You literally don't even make it one drive down the field. You don't even make it a minute into the first game, and it's not even like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is like, uh, he's like washed up. He's not as good as he was. Like, you have no he's idea still how very good. Yeah, we have no idea how good he was going to be because again, he didn't even get a fucking chance. It's just, it's just sad. It- <laughs> It is really upsetting. But I'm looking at, like, the score now. They still won. Yeah. Also, yeah, they ended up still fucking winning, which is which is very funny because, again, the, the Jets aren't a bad team. They have a good basically everything else except for a quarterback. And then the backup quarterback QB who came in for the Jets was still able to win the game for them. They won in overtime. I was like, is this like a Jeremy Lin situation with the Knicks where like he comes in and actually is fucking amazing? But nope. <laughs> no, he wasn't amazing. He was just okay. <laughs> no. He he was competent enough to win them the game. Yeah. It's I mean, they got the win, so yeah, I mean, but what it wasn't pretty, but Yeah, and again, at at what cost? Because like he's definitely out for the season. So it's, it's fun. It's funny because I brought this up to you. Like I was like, I want to talk about this because mm-hmm. I saw a news story 
that there is a bar somewhere. I, I, it must be in New York. Oh my god, it this must is insane. Be. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. You want to talk? You want to bring it up though? Then. Yeah. So uh, apparently there are a bunch of I don't know if they were just like Jets fans or just like football fans watching at like a bar, a particular bar in Green Bay because Green Bay, the Green Bay Packers are what the team that Aaron Rodgers used to play for, and so they they're just watching and. Um, when Aaron Rodgers got injured, which again, it was right at the beginning of the game, um, I guess like the bar made a bet or they made a bet with the bar that if it, it, if the Jets didn't win the game, then they wouldn't have to pay off their tab. And so they're were, they were like, oh, well, shit, like Aaron Rodgers is injured. Of course, the Jets aren't going to win. And they just started fucking racking up this huge tab. <laughs> they're like, all right, it's locked in. We're totally good. And then the game went on the jets stayed in it and they they like came back and they were still and they were like still in the game and they won eventually in in fucking overtime and these fans were fucking heartbroken they probably racked up like hundreds of dollars in like in bar fees it's <laughs> like mean, fuck it fa- like it's, it's gonna be we're living on fucking easy street right now i mean to be fair how could they have predicted that when your star quarterback goes down instantly yeah <laughs> how the fuck are you supposed to know that Oh my god, that's so funny. I just like were there any other interesting things that happened in the football preseason? Um I mean not preseason. Um the first first week of the season. Um, not really. I feel like there were a lot of a lot of big upsets where like all the good teams from last year lost to what were like mediocre teams last year. So it could be it's it's gonna be a fun season probably. I'm I'm hoping it's fun. I'm hoping the Patriots don't win. You know what? The Patriots are not <laughs> going to be very good anymore probably because <laughs> we don't have tommy b all our players are old i don't know it'll, it'll be tough patriots lost but there's like a close game against a good eagles team so but there's there's, there's still a chance they could be okay <laughs> i like i like um in south park it's like who's your hero eric cartman tom brady and what does tom brady do when he's caught he diverts the situation and and lies to get out of it <laughs> to get out of cheating like <laughs> Oh my god. I'm upset that I'm not gonna see that anymore. <laughs> uh on to the next. On to the next. On to the next. Um so let's talk uh Drew Barrymore. <laughs> oh, so the fuck. writer's strike is still very much ongoing. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. We we we've John- talked about it. Um have there been any like updates to to the writer's strike itself? Not really. Uh, John Cho and Cal Penn, Harold and Kumar, I think uh, spoke to the the people that were striking mm-hmm. recently. So that that's the only new thing I know of. Um, I also know that Brendan Lee Mulligan from College Humor, Dropout, all that shit, uh, fucking did like a D and D day with them. Like he was like he was like protesting, but using D and D terminology. It was really funny. God, that's really funny. But what happened recently, and by recently I mean yesterday, mm-hmm. is uh, Drew Barrymore, very famous actor, and um, Adam very, Sandler like, well co-star. Known. Yeah, <laughs> Fifty First Dates, right? Mm-hmm. Fifty First Dates and lots of other things, Bieber and lots part. of other things that I cannot remember mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, apparently is now a scab. <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking tragic. And also, like, why? On Monday, she confirmed... I'm reading this from MotherJones.com. On Monday, mm-hmm. she confirmed that the Drew Barrymore show will begin filming its newest season without writers on staff. So... <laughs> I don't know But, but, but the why. thing is, is she... Is, is she doing that to be a scab or is she doing it going to do something funny like how like the conan show they would just like make up random shit to do during the writer's strike i mean i don't really know because like she's not hiring her writers back she's not paying Mm -hmm. her writers Mm -hmm. like essentially um oh did, did she like let go her writers yeah i if that's the case that's Fuck, fucked I, up. I cannot, 
Yeah, I cannot pronounce this writer's name, but she has worked with Barrymore since the show's pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Said that while she understands Barrymore's decision was a tough one, ultimately the host chose to violate the WGA's guidelines. You either Man, stand what? with the unions or you don't. Literally, what the fuck was wrong with you? I don't understand why Drew Barrymore needs to do this. She, she doesn't. She has no reason to. It's probably it's probably just like she wants to make more money. Well, what from what I heard was that like essentially she's trying to say that her show is on like the level of like the Today Show or other news shows, mm-hmm. which are not part of the strike. Yeah, <laughs> and which is not the fucking case, right? Obviously, one hundred percent not the case in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, the Drew Barrymore TV show is a WGA-covered, struck show that has plenty to return without its writers. The Guild has, and will continue to picket, struck shows that are in production during the strike. Any writing on the Drew Barrymore show is in violation of WGA strike rules. Oh my god, so not only is she saying fuck you to, like, her current or former writers by, like, not paying them and and firing them, she's also fucking crossing the picket line and keeping her show going. Do you think probably with new writers... I like she's going to, to use scab writers. I mean, probably. Mm. I feel like it's not going to go well. No, it's fucking not. His, like, I feel like literally just doing that, like, you're going to draw enough fucking hatred. No one's going to want to watch your shit. He's like, yeah, you're the only one doing this and breaking the fucking picket line, you piece of shit. It is, it is weird because... Mm-hmm. I would understand if it was, like, a lesser-known actor. Like, it would be shitty of them, but I would get it, you know? Mm-hmm. At the sa- but this is Drew fucking Barrymore. Like, she's a household name. She does not need to do this. Yeah, she's certainly, she's certainly not struggling for money. She has literally no reason to do this, except if she, like, literally doesn't support all of her fellow writer- writers and actors. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god. All right, so this guy tweeted, went to the Drew at again, I, I cannot pronounce his name, Dominic T U R I C Z E K. I'm not even going to try cuz I don't want to butcher it. Uh <laughs> went to at Drew Barrymore Show TV after winning tickets unaware of the WGA strike. We took pins and went in, got kicked out and verbally assaulted by the Drew Barrymore at, by Drew Barrymore's crew. It's, it's clear they do not support WGA strong writers or fans. Hashtag drew the right thing, so we took shirts drew and joined. Right Fuck thing. that. Oh, my God. I like that, drew the right thing. That means they showed up and then were fucking kicked out. What's even weirder is, like, she p- pulled out of hosting the MTV Music and TV, Movie and TV Awards in support of the strike, and then she goes and does this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that explain to me that thinking that's ridiculous right oh yeah no 100 percent. i just it's so fucking weird it's even weirder because the strike is finally hitting its critical mass mm-hmm. where now they are losing more money than if they just would have paid up front in the beginning right and we mentioned before but like people are starting to realize like shit's getting delayed and like things that we expect to come out are starting to come around the corner where they're not coming out now or they're they're not like coming out soon by the time strange the stranger things 5 is it comes mm-hmm. out the, yeah. those kids are going to be fucking 30 years oh old oh my god <laughs> yeah it's going to be 2040 can you imagine Finn Wolfhard 11 <laughs> i mean i there they're 20 years old right now. Yeah. I don't know why I'm acting like they're children. <laughs> 11. We got to get back to high school. <laughs> It'll be like the school in the first Spider-Man movie where like <laughs> everyone is very clearly older than the teacher. James Franco and Tobey Maguire are like 25. <laughs> 30-year-old man running after school bus. <laughs> that's, my part of, that oh, yeah, that's my favorite so part of that movie. Did you know that's my favorite part of that movie? No, I didn't. But that's really funny. <laughs> He's not there to pick up his son. He's there to get on the bus. Don't worry. He's still in high school. We promise. Yep. So is Joe Manganiello. (laughs) 
I, I recently figured out that the dude, the, the bald dude in the glasses that's like, what are you guys doing? Shut up. Isn't just some nerd in the class. That's the teacher. Oh, yeah. No, he, he looks the same age as everybody else. I know, right? He, does not, he literally does not look older at all because he probably wasn't much older, if, if anything. He might have been younger. He really wasn't. He really must have not been. It is so fucking funny. They just didn't care. I, I mean, to be fair, how much of that sc- movie takes place in school? Yeah, yeah. How important is that to the movie? Not at all. So who fucking cares? Very. Dude, how do we get on this topic? <laughs> how do we get on this topic? We're talking about the strike. Yeah. We're talking about the strike, and it somehow got to this. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I got to listen back to this episode and like be like, how did we get there? <laughs> How do we end up on this again? How do we end up on these fucking tangents? But it's fine. It's so fine. I love our ten- tangents, not tangents. I don't know what the fuck a tangent is. It's ten jets. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. You ready to move on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what else I got to say about o- Drew Barrymore. Overall, She's a fucking scab, and she ruined her career. Yeah. Literally, what the fuck? I I hope it was worth it, but also I hope it wasn't worth it, and it's no one the watched Drew your fucking Barrymore. show. Yeah. It's the Drew Barrymore show. It's not worth it. No. I don't understand how she thought this would be worth it. But nope. <laughs> All right. So, you were curious about the Dragon Ball drama. Yeah, what the fuck does this mean? Okay. So, it, the company that owns Dragon Ball right now, Shueisha. Mm-hmm has this thing called the Dragon Ball Room. Essentially, that is where they decide upon the future of the Dragon Ball franchise, like what's going to happen, who, what's, what's coming up next, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time... Uh, oh, I thought I had the burp there for a second. Anyways, for the longest time, th- this room has been run by Akio Iyuko... You, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Akio Iyuko. That's what I'm going to say. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the one in charge, and he has a very specific vision for the Dragon Ball franchise, which is he fucking loves nostalgia. Uh-huh. <laughs> Essentially, he was the reason for um gohan being the lead character in the newest movie Mm -hmm. he was the reason for broly becoming canon he was the reason for beast gohan and all that he was he's the reason for all that shit and essentially um i they like don't want him to have such like a tight grip on dragon ball anymore i think Uh uh-huh but then what else do they want to do with it? Well, they just would like it him to be open to more stuff. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. That's fair, honestly. Yeah. Um wait. Barking on independent journey, blah 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 blah. Uh one of the major aspects of Iyuko's departure is his request to push the Dragon Ball franchise into even greater heights. By diversifying its projects. So, I got that reversed, actually. He wanted to do more, and Shueisha was like, no. In response to this, he left. And started, I'm not kidding. What the fuck? Capsule Corporation Tokyo. <laughs> not Capsule Corp. And, to make the balls on this dude, by the way, like... I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. I do know one thing, though. This dude got balls because he is trying to get the license to make Dragon Ball games, anime adaptations, and even more under the Capsule Corporation Tokyo company. Okay, but how the fuck would he do that? You can't can't fucking do that if you just left the Dragon Ball company and you made your own. And I'm sure that they are keeping a fucking iron grip on the Dragon Ball license. There's no way. Oh, absolutely! I the fact it, that it, he's if I know anything t- about their willingness to like take down like parodies, <laughs> yeah, we like we were around when 
Team Four Star was doing DBZA. Yeah. We know how fucking strict they are. We know their fucking their issues with like copyright and shit. There's no way you can just get the license to make your own thing. I will say this though. If he gets it, do you think that copyright restriction is going to loosen up a little bit? Again, I don't know how the fuck he d- he thinks he's going to get it. But yeah. I, I, I unless just, he knows something that we don't about, like, the, the Dragon Ball, like, copyright or, like, something, like, going going public in the near future. It's just, I don't understand how he thinks he's going to get it away from Shueisha. Yeah. They they're, well, do not want to fucking let him. I guarantee. Because... Like you said, Shueisha has a fucking iron grip on that shit. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I don't really blame them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like uh, again, just wanting, just wanting to get it away from just one person having somehow all of the creative control is is a pretty reasonable request to to like allow them to try different things. Also, if his whole thing has just been nostalgia. Like, I don't know. I'd be interested in seeing something new. Like, yeah. any of the hundred things they teased in Super. But, mm-hmm. and, like... And instead of just, like, we're just going to do new and different colors, like Super Saiyan forms until the end of time. That's that's the only innovation Dragon Ball's ever going to have. Maybe they can do something new. Like, I don't know. There's a whole planet of Saiyans that Vegeta's like, I want to visit that. Mm-hmm. Let him fucking visit it. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe, yeah, make a series out of that. Fuck it. I don't know. Maybe do any of the things from the manga that are basically brand new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think he, there's no way in hell he's going to get away with this. Mm-hmm. But I applaud him for trying. Okay, but but if he if he can't do that, do you think he's going to make like very obvious knockoff Dragon Ball? I mean, maybe with with with, with Goto and the Earth's Defenders, <laughs> Goto and the Bee Warriors. <laughs> Goto looks exactly the same, but he has like brown hair. Oh my god! <laughs> and and, then and instead of a monkey tail, he has a fucking dirty rat tail. <laughs> I was gonna say a fox tail. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. He has a he has a son, Brohan. <laughs> his his most dastardly his his villain tor- turned friend, Clarinet. Rival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Clarinet, of course. And and, yep. and, and and then his his uh, his uh closest rival, Fruit. <laughs> And his greatest enemy, Heater. <laughs> and 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 his brother, or his his, his enemy's father, King Hot. <laughs> it it is With- so it is so funny to me that like when you sometimes forget that all of the characters in Dragon Ball just have the stupidest names, just they like really exclusively do. just the stupidest names. With with it. His friend shirts Dragon Radar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, not Dragon Radar. Um, um uh, 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 Phoenix Radar. Phoenix, Phoenix Radar. Finder. The Phoenix Finder. Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix Finder. <laughs> He's going to collect all the Phoenix cubes. <laughs> the eight great Phoenix cubes. The 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 eight Phoenix cubes. <laughs> I, I I think we, we might have just struck gold in the fucking. I, <laughs> I think we just made something to topple the Dragon Ball Empire. Oh, a weapon to surpass Metal Gear. Yep. The Blue Bandana Army. Yo, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this Wait, is but, the but great. N- n- now they can actually call them cyborgs. <laughs> Yeah, we don't even have to change that. Cyborg's 18. Oh my god. That would be the fucking greatest. Holy shit. 
I'm like, I'm like dying here. I, w- I, you know how like there's like the precursor to Rick and Morty was Doc and Marty. Yeah. I fucking want that someone to do that with Dragon Ball with our characters. <laughs> it's like the horrible, nightmarish, deformed versions of the Dragon Ball team. Yeah, just like animated by Ego Raptor, like <laughs> <laughs> animated on like a scratch pad, like a like a fucking like like paper oh. that you that you flip. Oh my god, and uh, and fucking uh, shit, I lost it. I was gonna say, Brohan finally comes into his own when he defeats his when he defeats uh the man the thing that killed his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Electron. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I just. Oh my god! I'm so happy we did this. <laughs> Should we move on? I feel like we've we've kind of lost our minds a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I think so. But also now we know exactly what he's planning. We we've we've extracted his plot from his mind. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Holy shit. Instead of the Namekians, it's the Slugworthians. Anyways. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> what is Slugworth from? Oh, fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah, Mr. Slugworth, of course. Wasn't there... There, there was a, a teacher in, in Harry Potter. I don't know if it was Slugworth or Slugstein, something like that. Slug, Slugsteen. Slugleberry. <laughs> Slugleberry. That, that's his name. Old Slugleberry. Oh, my favorite character in Harry Potter, Slugleberry. Slughorn. His name is Slughorn. Oh, shit. Really? Huh. All right. (laughs) On to our last bit of the news Mm -hmm. for the week. I do not know what this is. It's All you put in the notes is Unity just decides to pull a supervillain move. We named the episode after this. Have you not seen anything about this? Did not see... After you posted in it, I was like, I wanted to look it up, but I was mm-hmm. like, let's let Griffin tell me. Okay. So my reaction is 100% genuine. Okay. So so you know Unity, the game engine, right? That like yeah, the one that uh, either doesn't work or nobody knows is there. Right. And tons tons of people make games on it. Um, I think I think Genshin even is is a Unity game. Yeah, I th- like Disney makes Unity games. Yeah, there there shit. are tons and tons of Unity games. It's just, it's really popular with with indie developers because it gives them something to like build their game off of without like creating their own engine. So it's like it's extremely extremely popular. I guarantee you could find like ten games that you play that are that are in that uh, Unity at least. Um, and so absolutely, yeah. I I don't know if it was today or yesterday. It might have been yesterday. They announced this extremely fucking vague and like horrendous announcement as where essentially. They're saying that they're going to charge a fee for installation, every installation of their game. Wait, what? Um, and the way it was worded initially, it, it has since like improved, like they've talked more about it. But it, the way it was worded initially was it left it open to where people were like it. The way they the way it sounded was. This this fee, this one time fee, I think it's like a 20 cent fee or something, which is kind of insane um applies like every time you install or download a game or even like if it's a web game like boot it up so so people are like well this obviously seems fucked up because you could just write a like literally one person could write a script of like a bot that just constantly uninstalls and reinstalls a game and just fucking bankrupt a company because it it how, how it would work is the company that makes the game has to fucking pay unity 20 cents every single time someone installs a video game that that uses the unity engine which is like the most insane thing a lot of, a lot of people were asking like is this even fucking legal i'm sure plenty of game developers are like reaching out to lawyers right away because they again this was just out of the fucking blue and i've seen like a lot of tweets from indie game companies and just like other game developers being like it's not like they had been talking to us about this for a while. Like it was as surprising to them as it was to the fucking general public. I just don't understand. I feel like they already made a lot of money, right? Yeah, I'm sure they they can't be doing poorly. 
they just out of the fucking blue just got to, to like completely ruin their image and just screw over literally every single company that works for them. Um, there are also a lot of a lot of things too where people are worried about Xbox Game Pass. People are like, this is a free install, and if someone has the Game Pass, they get the game for free. So does that count? And like it it wasn't clear at first. I feel like if you're gonna do shit like this. You mm-hmm. gotta be as clear as humanly fucking possible. Yeah, and also like probably work through it with game companies first instead of just fucking dropping it on them. And then I saw like a, a lot of game companies were releasing statements being like, we were fucking like completely shocked by this. And it like caused completely out of the blue. Like, we don't know what the fuck to do. Now we're suddenly like, like a lot of companies were making, are developing new games and they have suddenly have to account for like, and 20, 20 cents for every installation of the game is potentially fucking millions of dollars that you had that like companies did not have budget for. That is just out of nowhere. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know what's also really fucking stupid of them is mm-hmm. they kind of had a monopoly on all that. Yeah. They really yeah, did. Again, they like tons and tons of games were were made in in Unity and like it was very very well liked. It was very popular with indie developers clearly had a lot of like positive feelings and they just completely erased that in a, literally a single day. And now they've opened themselves up for just somebody else to be like, here's an alternative and yeah, everyone's exactly. going to flock to it. People are going to do people like everyone will switch to the unreal engine or something like that. And like, we'll never turn back to unity ever again. There's a lot of moments in my life where I'm like, I want to be like a fly on the wall mm-hmm. during specific moments just so I could see it and experience it. I would love to have been in the room when these fuckers decided that was a good idea. Well, you know what they said? I can tell you exactly what was said. Ooh, please do. We've got to have money. That was it. That was the end of the meeting. It was a very short meeting. (laughs) Exactly. And then they all went and took baths in oil. Yeah. They, They... They bathed in just pure petroleum oil and, like, (laughs) baby seal fur. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just—it's still—my brain just can't even wrap around that. I really just can't fathom that. It's just just so fucked up. And so I said before that, like, originally the way it was, like, phrased was, like, very, very open-ended, and it it was. So, like, people were freaking out even more, but— they, they've gone and explained, like, it only counts for a first installation, so you can't just fucking farm, like, charging a company money by installing their video game. It, it, it supposedly only works for first installations. But again, even still, if a company but, is planning to, to sell, like, you know, a million copies of a game, that is a huge fucking chunk of money that they that they suddenly are on the, on the block for to, to exa- give to fucking unity that they were not planning or budgeting for like it, it just completely screws over companies for a ton of money and, and like we're thinking about like bigger companies right now what mm-hmm. about like that small companies what about like the oh, indie yeah. startups yeah and <laughs> you want to know what's, what's what's really really fucked oh please do tell you know a game that's that i i believe is made in unity what hollow knight silk song <gasps> that well, motherfucking that... game is never coming out ever. If if, it... if this is adding on to it, that is never coming out fucking ever. Yeah, it no, already it, doesn't uh, exist. Is made, is made in the Unity engine. It already doesn't exist. Now it exists mm-hmm. even less. Yeah. So imagine if, if they were like almost done. And again, Team Team Chair, I'm sure is expecting to sell a ton of copies of Hollow Knight. It's a, it's a big, highly anticipated game. They're suddenly like. Oh well, fucking one fifth of the money we're we're expecting to make back, we're gonna have to fucking well not not one fifth, but like a huge chunk of money that we're expecting to fucking make back on the game, we have to give to fucking Unity out of nowhere. Like they're just completely fucked, and they they might have to like you know some companies are literally considering like for games that are still in development, just completely starting over from scratch with a different engine, just like scrapping everything and just being like fuck you. I would 100% do that. Yeah. Without a second thought, I would just be like, fuck you, Unity, we're starting over. And I, I said that they pull a supervillain move because that's literally what it feels like. 
Just... There's this, like, how fucking evil can we possibly be? I... Why are, why are these fucking people evil? Like, why? I don't I, get I, it. I just don't, don't fucking understand. Like, it's, it's so insane. It, you know, if, if you... If they were somehow struggling financially, then fucking charge more for your product. Don't, like, pull this scummy shit. I can't imagine they're struggling financially. If they had the balls to pull this shit off... No, they're not struggling. They yeah. just wanted to be pricks. <laughs> yeah, and like you were saying, it, it screws over smaller companies and indie game studios probably even more than the bigger ones. Because the bigger ones, they're like, well, fuck this. But like, you know, they can afford to pay this extra bullshit fee. But smaller studios could literally just be like completely destroyed by this. They're like, they had a game well in development in Unity. And now there's like, bullshit. I, we just can't afford this. Like that game studio I used to work for. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I I left, but I think they were going to use Unity. And I d- don't th- think that they can anymore, and they're going to have to fucking start from scratch. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel bad for them. Anyway... I don't know. It, it's it's just fucked, man. It's so fucked. It is beyond fucked. Also, the, just, the, 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 just the fact that this could happen, that like they, they have the power to just be like, oh, we're just going to snap our fingers and just completely screw over every company that works with us. Like, uh, again, obviously it, it completely destroys their credibility, but like the fact that they can just fucking do that on a whim. It's beyond insane. Yeah, and I, I think that's where the fucking like lawyers come in, where they're like, "Is this legal? Probably not. You probably can't just fucking decide this." Like that's why companies have like contracts and shit. I love that. Is this legal? No, <laughs> yeah, no, fuck it. Fuck it. We're just gonna do it, and if it's l- not legal, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we, we we can we can spend more on lawyers than you can. Exactly. Oh, you're going to sue us with what money? The money we took from you? (laughs) (laughs) That's essentially what they're doing, is they're just, like, flipping everyone the middle finger. It's like if one day we were like, okay, anyone that downloads an episode of our podcast has to pay us 20 cents. But, but, and this is assuming we're already making them pay for it to begin with. Like, it's stupid when we say it, so why is it not stupid when they say it? <laughs> How the fuck do they think it's fucking justified? I I have no fucking clue, but shit be weird. Shit yeah. do be weird. All right. Griffin, I'm going to ask you a serious question. Uh-huh. Have you been watching serious. or playing anything new? Um, um, I don't want to disappoint you. But uh, <laughs> it's no, right? No. Good because I haven't either. Oh shit! <laughs> this week I am on the same train as you, where That's I shocking. it's all the exact same shit for me, mm-hmm. with one exception. Oh, I get oh. fucked. I got oh. you. <laughs> I just once remembered you, once it again. You're better than me. God damn it! I just no. It, well, it's something that I forgot last week. Mm-hmm. So I I. I'm saying it like I watched it this week. I just forgot it last week. The final season of Disenchantment, I watched that on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. I li- like it's a good. It was a great show, and I really liked it. But the ending is really bad. No, <laughs> oh. like I'm. Wow, is it a terrible ending? Does it ruin like the entire show? Is it like Game of Thrones ending bad? No, it. It's not bad in that it ruins everything that comes before. It's bad in, like, it doesn't really answer a lot of questions. Oh, and okay. It's, like, like an end, unsatisfying ending? It's very unsatisfying. Because by the end of it, she's like, it happened. That's it. We're done. Oh. But I'm just like, really? But it's weird because it also gives it, like, a big goodbye moment where it's, like, where it's, like, um, the character is, like, saying, like, how much she loves everyone and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I feel nothing because I don't, (laughs) I feel no sadness about this because I don't think that 
this has really been earned, which is weird because if they did this like a season earlier, I was like, this is earned. But I don't know. The characters aren't together for a lot of the season. Mm -hmm. And some of the characters, like some characters die and don't come back when a running joke is everyone that fucking dies comes back. So it's like. They just suddenly change, like fucking change the rules. Exactly. Like some characters, like it looks like they're going to end in one spot. And then at the last minute, they're just like, nah, why? Like, why? What, what is the fucking point? It, it's just, it's just up to whatever they decided. Pretty much. And the only other new thing that I watched is I started the last season of Archer. Oh shit. Which, how is that? It, it's real good. I like it a lot it, because it's in this weird state where it's like, Archer is, like, clearly more self-aware than he has been Mm -hmm. in, like, the past. Like, he's definitely grown because at one point he's, like, he's, like, you're not, you don't have a plan. You're just doing shit and then calling it a plan. And someone goes, oh, I wonder how you would know that. And it's, like, it's obvious how I know that. (laughs) And normally he would just tell him to go fuck himself. I'm, like, that's growth. But Yeah, that's character growth. But, like, only three episodes are out right now, so I, like, I don't know where it's headed, but it's Archer, and I like it, and I like the show. Uh, anything new in Baldur's Gate? Um, I, I beat Act 1. After, like, 40 or 50 hours, I beat Act 1. So it's is, it because you did the, is it because you did the Zelda thing and every, did everything but the main story? Pretty much. Well... It's different from Zelda in that, like, I I should in Zelda I should have done all the um, dungeons earlier, but in in this like doing the main story progresses it and like moves you on to the next area. So I want to like explore everything in the first area first and like get that all out of the way before I move on. So that that that's why it was taking me so long. Cause, like I wanted to do all the side content first because like that's the level and like the area that it's meant for instead of like. But at one point you actually can't go back to the beginning areas. Apparently, well, that kind of su- that kind of sucks. Yeah, well, that's like at the end of Act Two, I think. You you can't go back um, because like after that you move on to Act Three, but up until that point you can go through all of Act One and Two, and then Act Three is a totally separate thing. That seems weird. That's weird. It it it, it is weird, but like I get like it's a story. It's supposed to be a story progressing game, and they they do still give you a lot of freedom to like go back and backtrack and like explore the whole game up until that point. Yeah, it's still weird. Yeah, that's fair. Like the fact it, that there's it, it's not a different, an option. Yeah, it's a different type of game than I'm used to. You mean it's a game with a lot of things on the screen? Yes, a lot of things and a lot of the things on the screen, and then like things that are like limited, like that. It's it's weird. It's such like a game where like you can do anything, but there's mm-hmm. very specific things you can't do. Yeah, there, there are some things where it's like you only get one of these per game or stuff like that, or like you only have one chance to do this and things. And obviously, you can say you can save scum to make things work better. And I think there's nothing wrong with doing that. But like otherwise, yeah, like there's only you, know, you can only get one of this item for playthrough and stuff like that. So it's like sometimes worried about selling things or using items if like this is the only one I have for the whole fucking game. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get that. That is annoying. I, yeah, I, it's, it's I, just the type of game it is. In games like that, I tend to hoard all my items because like, oh, oh yeah, no, that's no, what I'm doing. Get another one. Yeah, the game is honestly pretty generous with like equip equipment load, and my whole team is always running at almost constant, uh, almost max equipment load. They're all just running around, just fucking encumbered constantly. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the edge of encumbrance at all times. Oh my god, that's like my robot in Armored Core. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I finally, how, many, how much shit can I stick on this guy? I finally figured out how the fucking weight system works in Armor Core. It was it's so goddamn weird. I mean, it, so, it like, wouldn't be a FromSoft game if the uh like equipment system didn't make no fucking sense. Well, it's like so on one hand, like there's two um columns. One is the weight like what the item stats are and then the other is what your robot stats are with the item equipped but Mm -hmm. for the weight of the item it's in numbers but for the weight of your robot when it's equipped it's a bar 
It's not numbers. And it doesn't, there's no like specific number to tell you what is like too heavy. So you just mm-hmm. got to fucking flip just, through just, everything. Just, just and keep just on see. adding shit. You just got to add shit until eventually it's just like, you can't add anything. And it's like, all right, I got to figure out what the fuck I put on there. That right, was too heavy. Of, yeah, now you got to you gotta try and maximize it and also put on the things that you actually want to put on. Although it, yeah. it sounds like you figured out the optimal game plan, which to be fair, I think sounds like the best game plan of like, was it like one rocket launcher, one minigun? Yep. And then on my shoulder, like two tank cannons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. See, exactly. That's that's the perfect loadout, I think. Yeah. No, you stun them with a the minigun, and then you just shoot everything else at the exact same <laughs> and time, then just, and then just fire everything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fucking perfect. It is. You you would like Armored Core a lot. I guarantee it. Probably. It it just sounds like a lot to get into, and I am currently knee deep in Baldur's Gate. There is oh, yeah, so no. much my my two playthroughs of Baldur's Gate that I'm doing. Oh, soon to be three. Yeah, no, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do a third one once there's um cross platform co-op. Oh my god, Baldur's Gate is going to consume all of our lives one yep. day. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I already have a a new character that I made for it. What what's the new character's name? I must know. <sighs> I don't remember the full name, but I I think it's like Barnaby McCracken or something. Well, because my character never got out of the starting area, I'm just going to reuse the name. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> you, you didn't yeah. get very far before your computer melted into goo. <laughs> no, Pibble Sockhole did not get to start their journey. <laughs> Pibble, yes, Pibble, Pibble and Barnaby are ready to journey across the realm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jordan's going to have the most regular-ass name. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, in, in my one co-op playthrough, Jordan's name is Tequila Mockingbird. So that that's a pretty good name. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. It's it's such a fantastic name. All right. On that note, I think we can end it here. Like I don't think we're gonna top that. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll be back next week with a with a full episode. Um, Swag. I maybe think we, really, we might we did a mostly it. long episode. We did a mostly long episode for for saying we're gonna do a shorter one. We did yeah <laughs> go pretty long. Um, we might do a tier list next week. I'm not 100% sure, but if we don't, <coughs> eat me. If yeah. we do, we'll see you there. Yeah. And until then, it, and it, um, oh, I thought you had something to say. Until then, get the fuck out of our house. We're doing it for the vines.